What's Making News with Nathan Exelby. Joining me on the program now is the Korea Mail Racing Editor, Nathan Exelby. G'day, Nathan. How are you? Yeah, terrific. Thanks, James. Yourself? Yes, very well. Now, big week with the, the Magic Millions, which has passed, and like we touched on last week, it's bigger and bigger, and what a big day, and I think we'll see a lot of, well, hopefully, future champions come out of it, and some horses that'll go on to win some bigger and better races once again. Yeah, it's like falling off a cliff um, racing this weekend, isn't it, after what we had last weekend? It's from the penthouse right to uh, the outhouse, but absolutely it was a great day, memorable day, and you know, you, you'd hope that there will be some of those, and obviously the ones you speak of uh, care to think for your man Gibbo. Um, Piarata, who was so good over the whole summer carnival, and, and then Sunlight, who was um, terrific, winning the Magic Minions, now among the favourites for the Golden Slipper. So, fingers crossed we see some, some genuine Group 1 class form come out of that meeting from last week. Care to thank you to mention for Gibbo. Everyone, everyone I talked to wanted it to win for Gibbo, and, and Gia did a good job. But doesn't it look a horse of, of promise? And, and Matt Dunn, you know, look, you know, does such a great job with, with his horses. But gee, this is a horse that looks to looks to have a future. Absolutely, especially given that absolutely nothing's gone right in three runs this preparation, and he won all three. So um, the day he has some luck, you wonder what what will actually happen. But um, he was entitled to toss the towel in again there last week, but he, he loomed up and uh, looked up, beats him in the eye. He'd had a pretty cosy run in front, it must be said, and uh, went on by, and uh, he just keeps stepping up the ladder and uh, a real excitement machine. Uh, and yeah, Matt Dunn glowing in his praise afterwards, and he's setting the bar high now. He's put the Doncaster on the agenda, so mm. nowhere to hide for, for care to think from, from here on in, but... Um, if you've got a horse that's doing what he's doing, why not have a, a aim, for, aim for the stars? Mm. And Pirata, what collected the largest winning check? Yeah, I, I can't think of um, a horse that would have won more money in a single race on a Queensland race track. Yeah, even when the Stradbroke was two million, it wouldn't have been there. And even the the, the fillies that won the the ladies bonus only got to about 1.55, so 1.7 for, for winning that bonus. That's that's three bonuses that have gone off in in two years. I'm not sure what insurance policy they've got on on, on that particular, but um, it's certainly uh, proven lucrative for, for those who've targeted. And um, you know, in Venice, the bonus is the reason Pirata was here for all those runs. Where you would have just gone around in Sydney, otherwise, make almost likely, and turned up and. Magic Millions Day, but um, we got to see him here in Queensland, which is the same uh, winning record did last year, and yeah. hopefully he goes right on with it. Potentially, it's on the thunder of my next question. I was going to ask you that, your thoughts on that, the fact that, yes, the bonus has gone off in the last few years, but just for racing up here over summer, our summer carnival, the addition of these horses being here in the lead-up, bringing jockeys like Corey Brown and so forth up here at the same time as well, as opposed to just lobbing on grand final day, that Magic Millions day. Do you think it's been a, a, a big boost for, uh, for summer racing up here, making it bigger oh, than just that one day? Yeah, no question. It's now, it's now a genuine summer carnival, and there's those three days in Brisbane leading up to Magic Millions. Uh, obviously had them all at Doombin this year. That The Burnba day, which is the wild card day, is just a terrific, day of racing two weeks prior to that you've got a number of stakes races and two weeks prior to that it all kicks off with the, the bonus series starting so absolutely no doubt at all that it's it's helped the carnival up here and, and so too is the 10 million dollars for magic minions i know there's debate about you know whether there's too much tipped into it but uh remember racing coins only 
sponsors half of that. The other half comes from Magic Million. So it's a $5 million contribution. Not insignificant, but if you look at what that what's happened since that day has gone to $10 million, it's just a whole new ball game up here. And Queensland now has a genuine second carnival for the year. And in my opinion, Magic Million's day is unsurpassed in, in Queensland racing. It's the absolute pinnacle. Um, because it's the one day of the year when in Queensland the eyes of the entire nation is, is focused up here. Yeah, no doubt about that. There's a lot of good publicity that's come from it. You can't uh, deny that. Now, we can keep going backwards, but we can only look forwards. <laughs> forwards, we try and find a winner or two. Can you help us out? Do you like one or any or a few on this card? Yeah, it's, a, it's a tricky card, but I think we well, mentioned Matt Dunn. You mentioned he's flying. He's got a mare called Pegapus in race six there tomorrow. Now, she had no luck at all last time out at the Gold Coast. She was stuck three wide in a race where the leader went slow and just totally dominated. She meets that leader and win a plucky girl four kilos better, as does Desmond's Pride, who admittedly ran on strongly in the same race. But just like Pegg, of course, back to barrier two tomorrow. She's going to get the much softer run. I'll be talking cheese compared to last time. Go back two starts. She was most impressive over the Doom in 13.50. She carved out better figures than Privilaka did on the same day. He measured up in stakes grade. I think she's pretty well placed for a very much informed stable race six, number 11, Pegapus. Okay, so racing some of Pegapus and that combination, Matt Dunn, Robbie Frad, a couple of minutes a day as well, I noticed, at, uh, at Ballinus. So uh, very much an informed combination. Anything else we should be on? Yeah, we'll jump on the bandwagon with everyone else here with um, race eight, number 11, Publishing Power. Uh, ben Curry's given him a couple of easier kills this time in, and he couldn't have been more impressive. But uh, hark back to the last preparation, he won a good, strong class six of the, uh, sorry, three-year-old race at the Sunshine Coast, and then, and he was good behind Haversay back in August at Dooman over the 1200. Didn't have much luck at all that day. Uh, it ran to the line strongly to to run second. I think that run there's enough evidence to say that 1200 metres poses no problems. From the good gate, he should be handy in the run here, and uh, with the 51 kilos, I think that he'll be he'll take a very good horse to hold him out. Okay, so there we go, and uh, yep, the Toowoomba stable there have been Curry, and again at a field day, Toowoomba four winners on the card on the Friday meet, so they'll go to town in form as well there. So, and actually, just on another horse in that race, I read a thing the other day, and they said I think. Talking about good form now, prioritise the other Toowoomba runner mm. in the last horse to beat Care to Think. It, it, um, on the Sunshine Coast and the three-year-old handy kept going back in July, mm. I think it was. He bolted in that day too and mm. um, then Care to Think turned the tables on him and the next before time, he went yeah. for a spell, he, he absolutely gave Oink a, a, a hiding but... Well, he's been disappointing in three starts this this time around. There's no doubt he's superbly placed here, but I don't think he's going anywhere near his best form. Mm. And yeah, and I, I don't think you could argue with that. And that's just another of the Toowoomba runners. It's most certainly in this one here as well. So parochially, Toowoomba. Let's hope that uh, one of the Toowoomba horses can, <laughs> can get the money there in race number eight. Well, Nathan, as always, it's a pleasure to speak to you and a privilege to have you on the program. Thanks so much for joining us. Anytime, James. We're about to see them go. And they're off and racing. Stormen took a backward step and was slow to go, and so was Gadeo. Racing Nation with James O'Shea. 